with us today is Dick Morris, and he always comes up with interesting situations. Uh, he was an advisor to President Clinton, an advisor to President Trump, and a current advisor to President Trump. And one smart guy, Dick Morris, Easter Sunday today, Passover weekend, what are you up to? Well, first, happy Easter and happy Passover and, and uh, happy Good Friday. Um, I believe that uh, Biden now has a serious internal problem on his hands in his pursuit of the Democratic nomination for president next year. Everybody's assuming that he's got it locked up if he wants it, and the question is, does he want to run? But there's something very interesting happening. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the son of the former attorney general and senator, has, has filed his candidacy for president in the New Hampshire primary, the first in the country. And um, it's a real parallel with the situation that existed in 1967 and 68. Um, you and I are old enough for that, John, but nobody else is, so let me explain it. <laughs> Back then, Johnson was the president, and he was failing because of the Vietnam War. His ratings were crashing. But the party united behind him, and none of the anti-war senators, not McCarthy, not Kennedy, not, I'm sorry, not McGovern, not Kennedy, not Fulbright, would run for president against him. And everybody was very frustrated on the left because we wanted to oppose Johnson, but we didn't have a candidate. So Eugene McCarthy, a totally unknown senator from Minnesota, stepped forward and said, I'll challenge Johnson. And everybody said, you have no chance. There's no chance of you winning. Forget about it. This is quixotic. But he filed anyway. And Johnson was so unpopular that in the New Hampshire primary, he almost beat him. He got 42% of the vote in a two-way race. And in the Wisconsin primary, two weeks later, he did beat him. And that sent shockwaves through the Democratic Party. Bobby Kennedy, the real thing, the uh, Attorney General, the former senator, filed for president against Johnson. And uh, a few days later, Johnson dropped out. Now, I'm not predicting that for this situation, but it does have important elements of similarity. You have the current situation where the Democratic senators are afraid to challenge fight. They all mouth the same stuff that he's Altogether, he's fine. It's just like saying the emperor has a full set of clothes when we know he doesn't. And secondly, you have a, a, a now a well-known alternative, Bobby Kennedy Jr., carrying a hell of a name and challenging a bite. Now, with the two bases of his candidacy are also both pretty popular. Um, one is water pollution. He uh, was the head of a group called River Keepers. And it was his initiative and his persistence that led to the cleanup of the Hudson River. Uh, you can now swim in it and fish in it, certainly in the upstate areas. And uh, the North River Pollution Plant on 145th Street was built largely because of Kennedy's urging. And now he's on another crusade, which is against mandatory vaccination. And that the anti-vaxxers were marginalized in the past, but now with mandatory vaccination, they've come back into mainstream. So, I think is that Bobby Kennedy is now? Because I have, uh, you know, he, people with black I, I have not talked to him in a while. Is that his main thing now? Uh, is yeah. it not uh, environment anymore? It's but not uh, anything else. 
It's just but vaccines. I think he'll broaden his agenda now that he's running against Biden. And um, I think that he could be a symbolic protest against Biden. you got to remember that in John McLaughlin's polling, among Democratic primary voters, not Republicans, not independents, Democrats who vote in primaries, only 25% vote for Biden and 75% distribute their votes over the other 13 candidates. Michelle wins 15, uh, Kamala wins 9, uh, AOC wins 5, Hillary wins 6, Buttigieg wins 7, and so on. So even with no real opponent, he's only getting 25% of the vote. And I think that shows real vulnerability. And I think Bobby Kennedy could be just the guy to exploit that and to absolutely raise hell in the Democratic primary. And that might well lead to Biden pulling out. It's all, it's all possible, but we still don't know. Uh, meanwhile, um, maybe you give me your comment on this, is the fact that uh, uh, our friend from uh, DeSantis in Florida and Newsom from California are swinging it out amongst yeah. themselves. Is that a different war? Yeah, they are. But there's something interesting about Newsom. He wants to be the Democratic candidate for president. And he has a strategy to do it called bribery. Uh, the, uh, the California legislature is a, has a committee that's about to suggest $360,000 checks for every single black citizen of California. Uh, because they great, 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 great counted out eight times grandparents were enslaved. And so this well, is good against evil again. This is well, good against this evil again. Craziness. This will carry over to South Carolina, which is the first in the nation delegate primary right after New Hampshire. And it's 60% black vote. So I think Newsom is doing this to lay the basis for winning the South Carolina primary and getting the nomination for himself. He's basing it squarely on the most callous kind of cash handouts you can imagine. What we're talking about good against evil again, or craziness, bizarro world versus sane world, uh, which is a different word than good against evil, uh, is the Chicago election, because there was a final, because there was 100,000 uncounted votes. I mean, I just assumed there was another step in Chicago. Well, suicide. You know, you're on, it's, it, it, it's early in the morning, it's, it's early in the morning, Sunday morning, you're going to be on at noontime on WABCradio.com, yep. maybe you can figure yep. it out by then. I will, okay. Well, thank you thank so you much, John. and uh, I'll be listening to you at 12 noon on WABCradio.com, 77 WABC. Happy. Thank you so much. Ha happy Easter. Happy bye -bye. Easter, thank you.